The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. Now, yesterday, the Department of Agriculture, Food and the Marine held a joint The Rock This meeting on dangerous dog breeds. This followed a number of dog attacks in the last few months. Um, and there have been public calls for tighter controls to be put on dog ownership and the adoption of an evidence-based approach to the problem of dog attacks. Now, to talk about the issue, I'm joined by Sinn Féin Senator Lynn Boylan. Lynn, good morning. Good morning, Pat. Now, this meeting uh, took place at your request. Yeah, so I mean, obviously, with the we had seen the horrific uh, attacks on sheep um, before Christmas on the same on the poor uh, young lad down in, in Waterford, Alejandro. Um, so there was a lot of commentary about what what to do to obviously stop these dog attacks from happening. So I requested that the Agriculture Committee look at the issue um, to bring in department officials uh, to talk about what they're doing in terms of the review that the Taoiseach has asked for, but also I suppose to hear from dog behavioural experts about how we can I suppose what we all want to do is prevent these dog attacks from happening so what's the evidence-based approach to actually doing that rather than just knee-jerk approaches um, that won't actually reduce the number Mm. of attacks. So what did you learn from the hearing yesterday? Um, so it was a very interesting uh, point of view put forward by uh, Ms. Creedon, the, the dog behaviourist, but I think the key message coming out of it was we all need to improve, um, I suppose, responsible dog ownership, but also the, the impact that uh, poorly socialised dogs, if they're coming out of, I suppose, industrial bred puppy farms, they're not being handled, they're not being, uh, I suppose, accustomed to loud noises or to family homes, that that then can present as behavioural problems in yeah. the future so so the importance of dogs that are suppose, properly socialized and then training for for people who who go on to own those dogs to be able to spot uh, probably problematic behavior and to, to intervene before it becomes a, a yeah. dog attack um, we seem to have puppy farms as a stain really on uh, life in Ireland because when you have a, a, a puppy farm so-called that can have 300 breeding bitches and they'll be bred again and again. Every cycle they'll be bred. Uh, and then you're supposed to have uh, care by humans. Uh, the ratio is what, 1 to 15 or something like that? 1 to 25. Uh, 1 to 25, is it? And then each of those uh, bitches will have puppies. So the number then multiplies dramatically in the, the period post-birth. And you wonder what kind of care and attention or any scrap of love can these creatures get on a puppy farm? No, absolutely. And that was one of the, the messages, I suppose, that the dog behavioural expert put forward was the first 12 weeks of a dog's life are critical for them. I suppose being introduced to, to different uh, different environments, different sounds, but also they'll pick up signals from, from the mother. If the mother is frightened or stressed, they're picking up all of that. But I also put it to the, the officials from the Department of Rural and Community Development who have oversight of the dog breeding uh, legislation that 1 to 25, I mean, anybody who owns a dog will tell you it's a huge responsibility but as you said that's 1 to 25 breeding bitches so it doesn't account for the, for the puppies um, it's impossible at that scale to give the dog the proper uh, socialisation and what we're looking at in, in the committee and we've, we've re, re- 
repeated it to the, the department officials yesterday was we need that ratio really reduced but we also need a cap on the number of breeding bitches that anybody can keep in one of these establishments because industrial breeding of dogs means we have dog behavioural problems these animals are then going into family homes and people uh, are dealing with the fallout of, of dogs that just haven't been properly socialised. Now the question of uh, dog wardens uh, we have very few dog wardens uh, nationwide and then even the question of if you saw say one of the uh, breeds that are uh, have to be muzzled in the public space if you see uh, someone walking along with one of these pit bulls for example unmuzzled it might be a very brave dog warden who'd approach that person whereas the person with a, a labradoodle <laughs> you know that's off the lead the warden will have a go there and say put that dog back on the lead but they won't so a, say a word to the chap with the pit bull yeah, no, and, and we we have, I mean, there's, there's definitely not enough dog wardens in the country if we want the laws enforced, because the, the reality is we have a lot of legislation around animal welfare and dog control, but the enforcement is where it falls down. So like we heard yesterday, there's one dog warden for the whole of Tipperary. I mean, that's one dog warden for thousands of dogs, and that, that's replicated across the country. So we need greater resources for the local authorities in terms of the dog wardens. But also, I think, and I'm not excusing, people should know if you're getting a dog that uh, I suppose has a certain weight and capacity to do to do damage, then you should be aware of what your responsibilities are. Um, but I, I think there's a greater education needed for people. You know, are you sure this is the type of dog that would suit the type of environment you have, but also these are the, your responsibilities. But equally, what was very interesting from the dog behaviourist was by having, I suppose, a list of breeds, it can also le- lull uh, owners of, whether it's Labradoodles or Bijons or Jack Russells, into a false sense that, oh, well, my dog is fine off the lead or my dog, you know, would never do that. Whereas, you know, we have seen fatal attacks carried out by, you know, dash hound terrier mixes. Um, So it's that idea of let's look at the public awareness around, you know, educating people as to what are the signals when a dog is in stress so you can intervene very quickly. And then if you do have a dog that is large, that has a capacity to do a huge amount of damage, that you're aware of the responsibilities in advance of getting the dog and that you have to keep those responsibilities when you continue to own that dog. Indeed, and the whole issue of microchipping and making sure the dog licence and the microchip uh, coincide. uh, And as you say, most important, educating families or individuals who are getting a dog exactly what's involved in dog ownership yeah exactly I mean and that's the thing and to keep your microchip up to date we saw that lovely story of the family reunited with their their dog Um, it's really important that people keep the microchip information up to date I have legislation that's passed second stage in the Shannon which would link the the microchip to the licence which would allow local authorities to have better information about what types of dogs are in their area Um, but it's really really if I can get one message to people please microchip your dog and please make sure the information is up to date because it's the best way that you have of being reunited if if your dog uh, gets lost or strays Sinn Féin Senator Lynn Boylan thank you very much for uh, joining us The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance weekdays at 9am on News Talk.